Chose my words and I always spoke with purpose. I'ma speak my mind until they close the curtains. Look deep inside before you judge the surface. Look in my eyes and read between the line. My soul is searching. Chosen, gotta focus. They know this. Tanya, Kiana, and Moly. Action, no bragging, no boasting. Facts with no capping. They hold it down. Envision these words and use them as power. The enemy lurking. I'm calling my spirit, and if it can hear me, it's spoken with purpose. WP spoken with purpose here again. We y'all already know we can talk about any and everything on this show. Today we have a topic that is one that we're not going to avoid because we realize it's just that important. So we're going to be talking about some um, personal experiences. We got some Kleenex up here today, man. This thing is going to be real. That's all I'm going to say. Y'all already know my name is Tanya, a.k.a. Two Back, baby. Baby. <laughs> and my name is Kiana, a.k.a. Kiana. Kiana, a.k.a. KP. Baby. Baby. You remember oh. we were doing baby? Hey, ba baby last week. Yeah. Baby. baby. <laughs> and my name is Monique. Yeah. Also known as Mo Money. That's Mo right. Mo. That's right. Hey. And we got a special guest here today, man. Long time friend. Go back way, way, way back. Way. That don't mean we old, but that means we yeah, uh, still older. here. <laughs> We're older. We yes, wild, Lord. <laughs> but that is our girl, Katandra. Michelle, Michelle, that is. <laughs> Michelle, that is. She said that. Oh, you all right Michelle, with Michelle? Michelle, that is. <laughs> yes. That she would like to be called Michelle. That's all right today. Well, then it's gonna be Michelle. Michelle, it is. So I'm here to um, share my story share that and shit. whatnot. Share so that shit. our topic, of course, Abuse. today. Abuse. <laughs> Abuse. Our topic, of course, today is um, I ain't no killer, but don't push me. Dating abuse. Absolutely. Dating abuse, and we have uh, Michelle here. And she's getting ready to uh, let us know about some of her experiences that she had with dating abuse. Um, we're going to have some questions that we may ask her. You can comment as well. Uh, feel free to join us at any time. So before we get started with Michelle, um, we just wanted to shine light on this topic. Um, I, myself, and a... Uh, pull your chair up, baby. Um, <clears throat> am a survivor absolutely um so i'm gonna also share my stories and we do have a special caller that's calling not a special but a secret caller that's calling in someone absolutely. who is currently in an abusive marriage and she wants to call to be a little inspiration yeah, and inspire. <laughs> in other words, y'all, this is a very, you know, serious topic. It's, it's going on a lot, you know. Um, I just recently had a uh, friend slash co-worker who um, was killed not too long ago. I think it was about a month ago um, by her husband that she just recently married in mm -hmm. February. Um, so, I mean, this is, this is definitely a... a, a touching subject and we want to have any and everyone comment in reference to this subject so uh feel free to join in and, and and talk with us let's talk let's talk about this let's see what we can do to you know get people help and stuff absolutely so i just wanted real quick to go over the different forms of abuse absolutely because um, a lot of people don't know 
it's more than just hitting physical yeah it's more than just being physical with someone it's Absolutely. always there's also sexual abuse mm -hmm. there's mental abuse which for me i think is one of the worst ones yeah um verbal abuse yeah yeah i think verbal is worse yeah yeah in my eyes you know i i would prefer the physical over the verbal really me personally because i yeah. mean the way they degrade you know they yeah. talk bad about you making you feel less than wow. mm -hmm. absolutely so me just go ahead and hit me and get it over with that's wow. the way i feel yeah. and I agree. Wow. I they agree. say the emotional is 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 definitely it's it's the longest one to get over it is emotional yes, yes it, it is, is. Most, wow. most definitely is and there's a lot of people that's in abusive relationships that don't even realize that they're in abusive relationships. Uh, yeah. A lot of people think that because I fight back, mm -hmm. that, you know what I'm saying, it's, not, it's not abuse. Right, right. Yeah, so, so we're going to touch on They also point. have financial abuse as well, so yeah. we don't want to leave that out. Financial? Yeah. yeah. Financial yeah. abuse. That's why a lot of people stay in marriage. She did some research. On <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, I ain't telling what you I ain't heard of that one before. Elaborate on that. That's why a lot of people don't leave their relationships because, you know, they prevent people from working to provide, you know what I'm saying, to, oh, okay. uh, you know, Get well, that's a part of the mental abuse. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I agree. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy, man. So my question would be, um, I mean, I, I tap, I, I tiptoed around some um, <laughs> abuse, <laughs> but it was um, mutual. <laughs> um, so I really don't know what to call it, but I know that you guys' situation was a little bit different. Mm -hmm. um, so my question would be, how did you first determine that you were in an abuse? abusive relationship did you know off rip when he first hit you or was it like how did you know when how did you first answer that one. Mm -hmm. i feel as though how i find what well, the way i look at it is it's always signs in the beginning mm -hmm. of anything so right, right you know when you meet somebody you know they show their true colors off rip it's whether you ready to or you're going to be you know you're going to be attentive to it mm -hmm. so with mine it was more so of the small little pushes it started with the pushes i was 14 years of age so i was still a baby and um it's like i said it started with the pushes and then when i hit 15 that's when it was more so the real abuse where yeah. i was getting punched i even was pregnant at 15 by this individual and he literally beat the baby out of me Aww. at the age of 15 and um so i think honestly you you know you can tell by even conversating with a person you know what they you know for the first conversation you pretty much know what you you know how this person is we just tends to overlook the signs um or whatever so like i say for me it was started off with a little pushes yeah. and then they ended up the punches so was it the push that made you know that he was abusive, or was it the punch? Or was it a constant push? Or was it a Con yeah, constant, constant push? Constant push, and yeah. you was like, okay, he'll yeah. he's constant yeah. push. This, this joker like to push people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them pushes yeah, started to getting a little bit too hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you like to push people. Don't push me. Don't push him. Was pushing literally. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy because they say that most most abuse don't start off physical, and you started off with a push. Yeah. Yeah, you but I think right on out the door. You gotta, you gotta, hey, that first, I look at it now from me being in that experience for 10 long years. Wow. That you can't allow them to do anything. Like, if they even raise their voice loud, hey, I'm, I'm out. Mm -hmm. Like, for real. Like, yeah. there's no sugar come with me because I've experienced that. Right. 
you know, but pe people don't know how to get out. Like, you have to leave. Like, you have to let it go, you know. And that's just the reality of things. Like, once you let that stuff linger, linger, eventually it's going to be, it's deadly now. Yeah. Right. It's not the absolutely. way it used to be. These people, these men are killing these women. Yeah, absolutely. And vice and and versa, we don't want to just single, yeah. you know Oh, the saying? men too. Oh, I mean, yeah, the women, women too. too. The yeah. women too with the men. killing these men yes. too. So yes. we don't want to just single out yes. one gender. Yes. We want to definitely make sure that both yes. genders are being talked about yes. here tonight. Absolutely. Yeah. Mo. How did it start for you? How did you recognize it? <laughs> Put your cup down. Um, I've been in two abusive relationships. Mm -hmm. And the first time, it was more physical. Mm -hmm. The second time, it wasn't as much physical. It was more mental. Wow. Mm -hmm. And... Um, the first time. The, okay, so the first time... When did I know it was abusive? Yeah. I was in an abusive relationship. Um, probably the first time I said no about something. Mm -hmm. The first time, well, he had um, proposed to me, and I um, reluctantly accepted. And I think two days before the wedding, um, I told him I didn't want to do it. Oh wow! Because he had, he had already started doing like little things, but yeah. with him, it was more body blows. So. He started the, with punches. He, he started with punches to the gut. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't. It was nothing to my face because he didn't want people <laughs> yeah. to know That's crazy. that he was That's abusing sad. me. Yeah. But um, and I don't know if you remember. It was verbal. It was verbal. It started with verbal. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't mean because I remember this this person, mm -hmm. and I remember telling you, just hearing. I was you know a witness to some of the conversations that, and I say Mo. I remember specifically telling you. I was like, he a woman beater. Hmm. Did I not? I, I made I made that. I said, and don't move. I, I don't know what it was. It was just the conversation, like the things he would say. You know what I'm saying? I was like, and I he had never hit her. Wow. He never hit. It was just his conversation. He hadn't hit her yet. Wow. It was just the beginning, and I said that to her. She did. But see, I was used to. I grew up around Aggression. a lot of boys, mm -hmm. a lot of my boy cousins. Mm -hmm. I grew up fighting with them. I grew mm -hmm. up fighting them. I grew up, I grew up pretty much the aggressor. So when I got with my um, first kid's dad, I was the aggressor in that relationship. And everyone swore up and down it was him yeah. that wow. was beating me. But it was me that was beating him. Wow. And I felt like, right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I felt really? like with all the stuff that I did to this guy when I got with the second yeah the second guy i felt like this was just like a payback, payback. Wow. so yeah like i said two days before the wedding date i had said um i had said um i didn't want to get married mm -hmm. and and he jumped on me i had a black eye a lot of people don't notice i had a black eye on my wedding day if you look wow. at my pictures real good you can see i had a black eye hmm. but let me just go back and say this for me to talk about these two abusive relationships is is it's kind of hard because of the fact that well one of them I've never opened up about I've never shared it because of who it was and I've never shared it because because I never had this discussion with my daughter mm. so today she's basically finding out wow what yeah. happened Jesus um he's no longer here wow so um so that one is going to be very tough for me but 
for the second one is it's also difficult because that one is something that I'm not over and I'm still dealing with. Mm -hmm. I'm still healing from it, me and my kids. Absolutely. Um, but to go back with what you were saying, what people show you at the beginning, I don't agree with that. I think that people show you who they want you to see in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They, they get in your mind and they start, they show you everything that you feel like you want in a man right mm -hmm. and i don't feel like you really know someone until you live with them and they can't hide you know they can't hide that person that they really are can't hide it for too long right yeah. right i definitely agree what goes on in the dark definitely comes to the light yeah. and i think that there has to be in order for a woman that's in an abusive relationship i think in order for her to leave it has to be one or two things like either something has to happen traumatically which in both of my situations is what happened right. um and then two i think that someone has to be able to reach you like you know what i'm saying with their words and until that happens i don't think that i think it's hard i'm not gonna say i don't think that they will be but i think it's extremely hard for people for a victim to leave yeah. that situation <laughs> so um as far as the um we're going to continue to go, but as far as the caller that's calling in, because because of the nature of her being currently in the situation, I do, she is calling, so I do want to go ahead and yeah. let her talk while she can. Right. So, um, but y'all can continue while I get her on the line. I see, Listen, I, I think you have to really, in order to talk about it, I think you have to already been unhealed from it. Cause I, I mean, think before, talking makes helps you to heal. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Too. But I mean, before I was bitter. I was bitter, unforgiving. Like I didn't forgive. But once I finally, you know, you know, let God know about it. You know, God already know about the situation. But right. when I talked talk to Him to about him. it, mm -hmm. and then I forgave my kids' dad, and then I forgave myself. Then now I see it's more easier to to talk, to talk about it. But yeah, yeah okay. it's hard, especially with now. You tell a person you finna leave, they killing you and all kind of stuff. So you have to really plan. You can't just Yeah. I don't yeah. wanna say just get up and leave because you have to Some plan just everything. Can't get up yeah, you got to plan it. You got to plan it. And you gotta be very sincere. You gotta want it too. You can talk about it, but if you're not being about it then Yeah. You know. I agree because you could be in a, an abusive relationship <laughs> but they may not uh, be willing to not let you out of yeah. the relationship because yeah. I've dealt with some form of abuse um, since we, we're not calling out no names but I didn't have nobody who wasn't willing to it wasn't no life or death situation mm -hmm. you still got freedom to go yeah mine was life and death but um, before everything good oh, okay so we're not going to worry about those right now but um, and not to ignore your comments um the caller calling in, yeah. Yeah, but I have the caller on the line now, so we want to go ahead and get her on. Um, Angel, let me know when you're ready. Hello, Queens. I'm good. Thank you guys so much for having me. Um, there's a slight delay, so let me get used to being on the live feed. Um, 
I just wanted to say that I'm proud of all of you individually and collectively, um, especially with doing this. You guys have uh, truly brought a voice uh, to us as black women. And I just love the concept, the camaraderie, and the whole presentation of it. I'm very proud of you all. Hello. She can hear me while I'm talking. Can you hear me? Oh, okay. Oh, I forgot. I gotta let you know. Okay. Say. <laughs> okay. Can you hear me? Yes. I can hear her right now. Okay. So. Earlier this week. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, caller. Whenever we want to say something to you or ask you a question, we have to mute you so that we can. Huh. What I'm doing? You can now? hear it on your ear. Another oh, way. I can hear. Her. Oh, I can hear it now. Okay, can you hear me? Yes. I can't hear her. Can you hear me? Yes. You can hear her? Okay. All right. So, just to let you know, whenever we want to say anything, we have to just mute you. Um, but I won't, I won't keep interrupting you. I just want to let everyone know that earlier this week, when we first decided to do this topic, that you had reached out to me. Um, and basically, your first question to me was, how did you get out? And you told me that you were currently in this situation. And I mean, I was so moved by your story. So if you could just go into yeah. a little brief summary of yeah, what you're dealing with. You yeah, we're well so happy. For, uh, right. Being brave enough to yeah. Yeah. Um, Thank this. you all. Um, so thank yeah. you for sharing so, your story with absolutely. us. I relocated. OK, so give me uh, one minute. One minute. Another reason. Oh, she's talking to reconcile and be back in a relationship. We dated and courted for six months before this decision was made. So I, I had a list of things that I required and he was doing those things. At least I thought he was. It wasn't until we got here, maybe... I say six days that I guess he couldn't hide who he really was anymore. And he came home drunk. Um, I was livid because that was the one thing that I asked be eliminated. And I was told that he was doing AA and he hadn't had a drink and blah, 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 blah months. And I truly believe that that was all a lie. So with attention already being elevated, um, at this point, it was about three days after then that there was another argument and he said something in the way of, if you say one more motherfucking word to me, I'm going to bust you in your mouth. And I said word because I'm just slick at the mouth like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just not going to back down, which looking back. I should have just stayed quiet. And um, when I said it, he literally bust me in my shit. I was stunned, um, astonished, but also the technique was so smooth and quick. I like, I just couldn't believe, like, did he just really do this? Like, are you fucking kidding me right now? And 
from then, it's just been horrible. It's been hell um, because I didn't have a backup plan. And what I'm ashamed to say, but I will say because I believe in transparency and I believe that this program that you guys are doing this episode is going to help so many women. Um, I was a um, domestic violence counselor. I was an advocate for domestic violence uh, from where I'm from, and now I'm on the other side as a victim, and it was very humbling. Um, It wasn't my first time. That's what got me into domestic violence, but it's been over almost 30 years. So I had to now fight or flight, but at the same time, be mindful because I brought my children with me. Um, I wanted to say this to everyone that's listening. It is not you. You are not losing your mind. It is not your fault. These people that do this are narcissists and they are manipulators. They are manipulators. You you are not wrong. If I don't put my hands on you, don't put your hands on me, whether that's male or female, because I have sons. So I'm not going to sit up here and say, you know, you can, you cannot hit a woman if she hits you. You know, I'm not going to do that. But I have told my, my boys, if she don't touch you, I don't care what she said about your mama, your grandmama, your ancestors. I'll be all that. We'll be all those things. But don't you dare put your hands on and walk away. So this has just turned my world upside down. I now have an escape plan. People will tell you, if you listen, what they're going to do to you. Most of us don't listen to hear. We listen to comment. And he has said, one time I was coming out the door, I should lock your ass out the door. So from that moment, I was like, what if I was in the shower? He threw me out the shower and threw me out the door naked. So I have now placed um, a bag. I have three of them all over the city. I have done reconnaissance um, in my neighborhood to find out uh, an escape path in case I have to run out. I've also done the drill with my children in case it does come to that. I need the listeners to realize this is serious. This is not for play play. Women are dying. 35 women have died in the last month nationally just the national news. You know, just imagine how many have not made the national news. But in the last month, that's a lot of us dying. So we want to just give you, I'm on mute. We want to just give you a little minute, um, a little break. Um, Kiana, did you have anything you wanted to say? 
Um, are you at your breaking point? Is that what I'm hearing? Like, is it like, how do you really know when enough is enough? Like, at this point, are you really at your your breaking point? Oh, most definitely. Um, great question, by the way. Um, I am for me because I just feel there are certain things um, that a man, if he is forgiven for, feels that he has permission to continue. Um, you you cheat on me, you bring me a venereal disease, you have a baby on me, and if you hit me, you will. If I forgive you, I truly feel that you will still remain to do these things. Now, everybody changes, and I'm not saying that. That is not this case. So you strike me one time, I'm out. I mean, it's just I'm out. Should he go to counseling and do all those things? Or I, I can't say what the future will hold. You know what I'm saying? But as of right now, yeah, I'm, I'm out. I also wanted to to uh, let you all know that the national average for the times that women leave before they finally leave is 11, 11 times before they are finally through, finish, and walk away. Why do you think that is? Like, what, what, what actually um, keeps you there? What, why do you think that is? No judgment zone here. I'm just, you know, curious as to why do you feel that is that it takes 11 times for a woman to actually leave? And I want to answer that also. Okay, go ahead. Hello. Okay, so, no, that's fine. Um, I think because we as women are raised as forgivers. We are raised as nurturers, uh, whether we are a mother or not. It's just that's the way we are reared up as women. And I think we always fall in love. I know for me, with this situation, I fell in love with his fucking potential and not his actions. We need to stop falling in love with what we see because these men don't see these things, these kings that we see in them. They may not see that in themselves. It is not your responsibility to be happy for someone else's happiness. It's not your responsibility. Happiness comes from within. And in this case, I'm with a very miserable soul who is suffering from childhood trauma. I always try to find out the reason behind the pain because hurt people hurt people. But healed people help people. I so agree. I definitely agree with what you said about hurt people hurt people. I've heard that so many times. So I'm definitely on board with that. And that potential thing, oh, you hit it on the one with that. And Monique, want to go ahead? And um, just one more thing before I go, um, caller. When when we mute you to say something, give it like yeah. three, four seconds before you start um, replying because we can't hear you when you start. Soon as we finish, so 
just give it a few seconds but um in order to answer your question of why it takes so many times for somebody to leave i think it's because they don't have a plan like how she says she has a plan they don't have a plan and i think what abuse starts with like i said a mental thing so um and then even what you were saying about the financial thing if you're dependent on this person if you have kids you're dependent on this person you're thinking about if i leave where me and my kids gonna go what are we gonna do like you know what i'm saying so we don't they don't have a plan so you know they may feel like i want to get out i'm not with this i'm gone then they leave then they go what stay in a hotel room then they can't afford it after a couple right days back. because he got the money I'm or glad you mentioned that because a lot of people is asking about the children on the the comments here they definitely was wondering if you know she had children and you know what about the children so keep going i okay. just wanted to so yeah i mean you just think about because i mean for me i love I left a lot of times. I used to fight to get out, fight to leave. We'll take a few things, but then, and I got my kids, we leaving. Then we go somewhere and it's only, we got like two or three days of clothes. So we got to go back to get more clothes. By this time, you know, he already called and I'm sorry this and this and that. And whether you believe it or not, you know, your kids, I know for me, I was like, my kids are more comfortable being not, I ain't gonna say comfortable, but I was thinking of I'd rather have my children in the house than the in my dance studio because mm-hmm. that's where it what the second one that's where it um initially end up being, end up being. like I I closed my dance studio down and my dancers don't even know this that's the reason why I closed the studio down is because me and my yeah. I'm gonna stop <laughs> I'm about to stop <laughs> Could I could I could I tell my breaking point? Yeah, absolutely. My okay, breaking point minute, was baby. when I was raped. I was raped by my baby daddy. I was raped. Anytime someone have sex try to have sex with you and you say no, that's rape. I don't care who it is. Right. I was I'm raped. So sorry that and when that happened, I almost got my kids taken away from me. And I think that was just the breaking point. But I mm-hmm. had been praying for over two years. Yeah that he just find him somebody you know and he finally found somebody but that was my breaking point when he took sex from me without asking and then i was the victim when the police because i'm right now i'm scarred right now on my lip because he hit me so hard and it bust my lip and i had to go to the hospital and when the police came out there and they was talking about taking my kids that was it for me i didn't care about no praying, no prayer that I prayed or anything. I just knew that I was out. It was time to go. Dead or alive. So, it, you know, you just got to get out, man. You got to get out. You can't stay in that toxic relationship, period. I don't yeah. care well, for how me, much. For me, I mean, you said, it's funny that you said that was your breaking point, that it almost happened for me. That was my breaking point because it did happen. Oh, wow. My kids were taken away from me because I kept going back. Oh, wow. And we had a history in the system of being violent with each other. So they came and they took my kids, and that's when it was enough for me. Yes. Mm-hmm. But um, I do want to go ahead and let the caller finish. Um, like I said, yeah, you know, her, her situation is a little Can crucial right now. Can I just mention a couple of comments that we've received? Um, just so that they know <laughs> we're not ignoring y'all. It's just so serious, and we want to hear what everybody has to say. But... Um, I have um, Haley Haynes. He was like, Julia Mays, I agree. Um, I definitely agree. Kids follow. Although I know most women wouldn't want to put put their kids through 
all of that they want what's best for their kids at the end of the day um julie wanted you guys to know that it's okay we all are here to support you uh laura argro wanted you to know monique i'm crying with you Rashonda scott love you mo laura argro again this is a powerful podcast Haley haynes very powerful and i absolutely love that they talk about this more people need to talk about this men and women julia mays have any have anyone children seen or heard the abuse what did you do so when i finish telling my story i'll i'll go ahead and tell you about my kids and i also have one of my kids here who's going to talk about it herself yeah. and what oh, wow. she dealt with um but like i said let me go ahead and go back to the caller right quick Um, but like I said, let me go ahead and go back to the caller right quick. Hello? Okay, I can't hear the feedback anymore. That's why I wasn't sure. Uh, Kiana, can you say the question again that you asked? Because I can't hear you guys. She asks, have any anyone children seen or heard the abuse? And what did you do? Um, yes, the, my son, um, he didn't, the abuser didn't know my son was in the house and he was doing it behind my kid's back. And I was taking it because like Mo was saying, you know, you don't want to take your kids out of their comfort zone and their familiarity. And my children were not used to abuse in the house, uh, whether it be verbal abuse or anything. So when, um, this happened he thought we were alone and when he did it my son thought we were playing like play fighting and he felt so bad afterwards because he was like he came and apologized and he was like you know mom I thought y'all were play fighting I didn't know it was serious until you started screaming you you know trying to get away from him tell him to keep his hands off of you he was like I'm so sorry I wasn't there for you and I told him it's okay because my son just got out of prison I'm doing like six years um, with maybe a year in between the two, uh, three terms, uh, three year terms. So I didn't want my kid to, to go to back to prison for a decision that I made. Like I did everything right, guys. I, I did everything right in the situation. And I just want to reiterate to the call, to the listeners that it's not you. It's not you. I, I promise you it's not you. But please, now, listening to my voice, find your, start your escape plan. Start planning to, to try to get away. Put aside money, you know, for something that if it's $8 and he only gives you 10 try to get the generic one and keep the change. 
believe it or not, that money adds up, you know, and if you do have a job, start putting away because just like Mo was saying with the hotels, when, when they know that they have power over you, they will, they know that they can starve you. They know that they can starve you. And that is the situation that I'm in right now. I had to go and get on welfare up here because he stopped buying food and things for the house. And I have to get out of here with me and my children. And I'm trying to get out of here alive. And I hope that every person hearing my voice, I hope and I'm, I'm sending lights of love and healing and protection and get out, get out alive. Mm. <laughs> that was a lot. Yeah. That was definitely a I lot. Chills. I don't know if anybody else have any questions. I don't want to just, you know. Yeah, I don't want to keep her floor. on the. I don't yeah. want to keep her on the line either. So, did anybody else have anything they wanted to say to her before we let her go? No, we just want to make sure that we thank you. I uh, do. But definitely. I'm emotional. I guess uh, it's hard for me to talk, yeah. but I'm a talker. So yeah. uh, we we definitely yeah, want to thank you. She's definitely a talker. So for her to be quiet is because she's definitely in her in her head right now. Yeah. Tanya is a talker. She likes to talk. But um, I do have another question. Like um, like what is one thing you you felt have been helpful to get you out of this situation? Like what could somebody do? Um, to pretty much help you get out of this situation? Does those hotlines work? Like, what, what helps? And I also want to say when you um, say make a plan, um, if they're taking your finances I, away, and I, I understand when you say if they're giving you 10, then make sure you can, you know, get the generic, and that way you keep the change versus taking the route of getting the brand. I also feel like we should reach out to someone that you trust because what if they're giving you no money and they're taking care of everything financially? There's no money's come. There's no money coming through your hands. So I think you also need to make sure that you get someone that you can trust, who's keeping your stuff a secret as well um, as a plan of escape, just in case that there is no money available to the people who don't have money coming through to their hands. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, the the question the money you can always put things in your children's name bank accounts whatever 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 you can do that um also a lot of people don't realize you can actually go into your pension or your 401k and grab money it may take about up to three months maximum and there is a penalty for doing that but there is that is an extra resource that you may not think that you have um what someone can do for me to get me out of this situation right now is what I I don't have the deposit for to rent somewhere. I have the rent, but not the deposit. And up here, they're asking for both. Um, and I was telling Mo, um, once I am able to get on my feet, I am going to um, have a foundation with through you guys for domestic violence. Um, to help with some of the monetary offset costs because it's a, it's a matter of life and death, guys. Like, it, it, this is really serious. This is so serious. And, and I just keep saying that because we tend as women to see the good 
could turn the other cheek. This was a one-time thing, and I'm not trying to be too graphic. You get the one, the, some of the women that say, oh, well, I got better poom poom than she did, so I, I can change him. No, ma, if he hit one queen, he will hit all queens. And the other thing is how they treat their mother, they're going to treat their wife or woman. That's not true. This man took care of his mother and grandmother, and I mean like a caregiver, washing, bathing, changing diapers, took care of them. And he hates women. He hates women. It's such a rage within him that I honestly have never seen. It's, it's evil, and it's very cruel. And I'm just trying to tread lightly and softly um, so I can get out of here alive. And I want everyone else to get out of here alive. The other thing that you stated was um, some of the resources. You guys are in Florida, so you do have a lot of resources, a lot of them. Um, in Orange County, you vote, well, in any county, you can dial 211, I believe, and, they, and you give them your zip code, they will help you. Also, you have Harbor House um, in Orlando, Orange County, I think it's Osceola as well, and then you have Safe House, which is in Seminole County. Now, Seminole County does have more resources monetarily, once, uh, and, and you have to have a police report. I did not call the police. Um, I just was looking at it that he may lose his job, then he's home, now he's more angry, we still can't get out. So I just took the L, and I started planning my escape. Um, but you have to do what's the safest for you and your children. You have to do that. So, um, Safe House, uh, 211, Harbor House in uh, Duval County, there is, um, I think it's Hubbard House as well, and they will help you. You may have to go into the shelter, um, but you're alive. You and your children are alive. Um, one of the comments on the live act where was her family and like we said at the beginning due to the fact that she's currently in this situation we can't answer that and we won't allow her to answer that question um as long as like she says she has a plan she's getting out um she's making preparations to get out right now she's doing what she can so obviously there's no family around for her to yes. um lean on right now but um Without giving too many intimate details, right? Right. Yeah. The insinuate who the caller is, we have we, we're giving you very limited information. Yeah. Right. Definitely. And um, as far as the shelters, um, I've called a few of them, and because I had girls and a son, once they get to a certain age, they don't want my son there. <laughs> yeah. So. Of course, as a mother, we just gonna stay in this thing until we can find another route because mm -hmm. we're not going in a shelter and I got to send my son somewhere, somewhere else. else. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of those shelters, wow. they have a lot of stipulations and a lot of rules. Not seeing, not trying to, you know, deter anyone from going to a shelter because if if you need to go somewhere, you have nowhere else to go, by all means, please go to a shelter. But um, in my situation, and then I had too much family and just to go back, like, you know, when she was saying about her son 
Um, she wanted to protect her son. Um, for me, because y'all know I have a lot of male brothers, cousins, mm -hmm. that's ready to kill about me. And I hid it from them um, as much as I could. But um, I, I knew that, you know, if I allowed them to know everything that was going on in my home, that my brother wouldn't be sitting right there. Absolutely. Mm. Um, you know, my cousins would, it'd be a completely different story. So yes, it's crazy because we're always willing to protect the, to protect the abuser because <laughs> I'm in that same family. So we'd be like, no, cause they get a pass. Yeah. No, not, not this one, not that. Yeah. Because we, we're so keen to, cause we're protective and we still keep hope mm -hmm. alive to be honest. So we always make sure we give some passes out to these jokers and they may not deserve a pass. I ain't trying to say nobody like me to be taken, but at the end of the day, we got to get out with you. And then also to talk about family, they get tired of you going back too. Like, you yeah. know, they be like, listen, I done came over there a few times and you still back <laughs> with this nigga. Know, like, don't even want to come back. Don't call me no damn more. <laughs> yeah. Stuff gets serious. But, um... So, so the caller says she's going to stay on as long as she can. She doesn't mind being muted and staying on. Thank you. So Thank you, if caller. we have anything else we want to say to her. Thank um, you. But um, before I go into my story, Michelle, I'm going to go ahead and let you go ahead and. You good, Michelle? <laughs> yeah. After hearing that, you never know what nobody else going through, man. You so think that you got it bad, but. Just hearing that, that like really like took me all the way back. Like I can literally envision what was done to me just listening to her and her situation is, she's still in it. Yeah. So, man, look here. Why, can I That's, ask you this, Michelle? Um, why did you stay? Was it in hopes that he would change? Was it, was it that you, thought you can change because a lot of times us as women we feel is that as though we can change well, a not man necessarily change but definitely or, help them right help them help but them i'm gonna say i'm gonna say like this is real a lot of women <laughs> feel as though they can change a man they can actually change it's not that they can help them but so much that they can change or even a man and or a woman i mean a, a woman <laughs> As well as a man, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes feel as though they can change an individual, but it's definitely not something that you can do in your own ability. No. So I was, you know, asking, like, did you I, feel as though he was going to change with your help or? I, I loved him. You know, I was young, you know, 13 when we started talking, 14 when we started dating. So I loved him. And, um. Did you think, not to cut in the middle, but did you think that the abuse that was coming from him was a form of love? Because a lot of people feel like he, too, be, yeah. he, don't, he don't love me if he don't hit me. There have been in so many abusive relationships or have, grow, have grown up around so many abusive relationships so they feel like if someone don't hit them then they don't love them. That was, that was the first man to ever put his hands on me. Like I've never, even after that, I've never in, experienced that. Right. I was just, I loved him and like I say in the beginning, it was kind of funny, you know, with the little pushes and with him being, you know, jealous and things of that nature. I thought that was cute, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, but as that the time progressed and them hits started getting a little bit harder. Mm -hmm. Them pushes kind of got harder. 
Listen, I'm gonna tell y'all, this man literally you ain't grabbed my fine. feet and drug me down the hallway and down 15 stairs. Literally. And then when I got up, he tagged me a couple of times. You know what I'm saying? I was very afraid of that individual because of his tone of voice is what really, really made me afraid of him. And still to this day, he's, you know, he with somebody doing the same thing. And I forewarned that individual and she's still with him. Still to this day. So that was one of my questions. If someone is an abuser, <clears throat> you think they're always going to be an abuser? I think for him, yeah. I think for him. And it's crazy because he told me his dad almost killed his mom. Yeah. And wow. you would think, it why would me. you? Yeah, you would think, like, watching that, like, why would you continue to, why would you do that? You realize it's a lot of the same stuff that go on. And it's like curses, like generational yes, curses. absolutely. You got to break that You know that when stuff. they say hurt people, hurt people. It's like yes. that type that's of thing. I, I don't thing. agree. I mean, I know that the hurt people, hurt people <laughs> thing exists. But for me, I don't want to. If, if you don't hurt me, I'm not trying to inflict that same hurt Indeed. on nobody else. Because Indeed. I know how it felt for me. And I and appreciate it. Like for whatever it is that I felt about that hurt, I definitely don't want to inflict it on nobody else. So yes, that's that's so you're crazy. one in a few that you know treat people the way you want to be treated. <laughs> um, we say that you know treat people the way you want to be treated, but a lot of times that's not so. You know, so you're one in a few. Yeah. Okay, the caller said she wanted to um she wanted to answer that question, but she said um uh, love doesn't hurt. Um, she gave a, a scripture. Um, but yeah, let me let her um, go ahead love and is. yeah. <laughs> so give me one second, call. <laughs> no, but I'm, I know what she's saying, but I'm just saying it do hurt. Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> no, I ain't talking about the physical, so um thank you okay can you hear me okay thank you so what um you it's a two-part question thing okay so the first one was first corinthians 13 chapter if you want to know what love is what is you are agnostic like me, atheist, or a Christian, or have, um, you know, another religion, you can see what love is. If it is not those things, it is not love. It is not. It is the adjective before love. Hurt love, abuse love, you know, it is not love. Um, love does not hurt. It does not. Uh, the second thing was, um, yes, you can change. I Once I got out of the first um, abusive relationship, I found myself the aggressor from that moment forth in other relationships. And I literally would hit first because I knew I felt like a hit was going to come. So let me beat you to the punch and let's just get with it. And you can change. It took therapy for me, not for the, to change the hit, but to heal the pain. Uh, we as a society of African-American people, we do not talk about mental health. 
Um, you know, it's just everything that goes on in my house stays in my house. That is bullshit. Because sometimes in those houses is incest, molestation, depression, suicide. Like, you have to talk to someone. But when you're in therapy, you get to know who you are. You get to know and identify triggers, um, things that will, you know, it's like a landmine in your soul. Oh, wait, this person before did this and said this and had this tone and this is what happened. Let me now be careful because I just got a warning. You can change. Change is a choice. And I went from a very angry person to someone right now that it just takes a lot for me to get upset because I'm just like I told you guys before at the beginning, I now listen to understand. I now listen to understand. And once you do that, it hurt people, hurt people. And this situation, he has childhood trauma that he has not taken um, any kind of therapy or any kind of counseling to heal. And he's an alcoholic. So no, at no time do you think it's your fault or could you have done something wrong? Or In my case, I did not see this coming. I did not see this coming, guys. He is the favorite person at a barbecue, the favorite uncle in the family. He is so charismatic. Um, he's what I, I call him my zaddy because zaddy means sexy older man. Um, the, the man is in his mid-50s and has a body of a 27 to 33-year-old. He's an ex-kung fu master, boxer, and a fighter. He is in pristine health. And it's not your fault. And it's not your responsibility. Okay, baby, you know I told you if you was talking a little bit too much, I would, um, you know, let you know because you're giving a little too many details right now. Um, so I'm sorry to cut you off, but I don't want anyone to know. Oh, I ain't got to do this. <laughs> I don't want anyone to know or to try to, because I'm sure there's someone out there trying to figure out who you are, who this person is trying to figure out they know your voice so um i just want to cut you off with that um i will come back to you though <sighs> michelle you want to finish go ahead Mom, finish. so i i just had a couple questions um about different misconceptions and mis misconceptions that people on the outside looking in have about women in abusive relationships um and then the questions that they ask that's to me is like the hardest question to answer because um i guess because i remember when kiana when kiana used to be in her thing like i said when when you're fighting back, you might feel like you're not in an abusive relationship. And that was Kiana. She was fighting back. And I mean, I've even been in situations where not only with Kiana, but you know, my other friends, they fighting their man. I'm fighting with you. We both being his ass together. But I used to always be like, man, there is, there is no way in hell. Man, I wish a nigga would put their hands up. You know what I'm saying? But I think it starts, like I was saying, as a mental thing. I think they start 
slowly like planting seeds mm -hmm. that you know they water over time seeing how far they can, they go. can go yeah and then they they like like this last dude like Take your time. Take your time. His words was so demeaning and so degrading that, like, he literally beat my soul down. Like, <sighs> back to the mis misconceptions. Um, <laughs> so a lot of people, <laughs> I'm a G. I can't be up here crying. But um, a lot of people ask why don't she just leave mm -hmm. like that's that's the most irritating question to me and that's how i used to think mm -hmm. like there, there's no way i'll be in that situation <laughs> if it was me this is what i do yeah. and why she just won't leave like she must like it she must love it and i mean michelle i'm gonna let or you she ain't completely it. innocent because they always feel like it's something yeah what did she like do they, like she provoked it because mm -hmm. you know you they 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 give the uh the victim that that uh that as well mom she done did some your hands ain't totally clean right oh she deserved it she shouldn't have been talking smack or she shouldn't have been saying this or she shouldn't have did that or she, she shouldn't shut up shoulda just shut up it's always a shoulda coulda woulda like she just said the young lady on the phone it's not your fault it's not at the end of the day everything is a trigger for a joker who ain't look if that's they if that's they mo bro that's they mo Anything can set them off. I'm telling you, I dealt with somebody who was an abuser. He didn't necessarily put his hands on me. He put his hand, it got abusive towards the end of the relationship. <laughs> Two times. And Second then, one, I was gone. Out of there. Yeah, enough is enough. I, I wasn't created to be a punching bag, but you know that ain't everybody's story. Mm. But at the end of the day, he used to beat everybody else up around me. Like, look, he ain't put his hands on me, but you could trust and believe he was coming for everybody else that was around me. So everybody have a different method of control, but ultimately their goal is to control. And I dealt with abuse as well, but it was mutual abuse. You know, um, I wasn't so much the um, abuser, I guess, and he wasn't the abuser. We was just fighting each other, you know, because I swing first, you know, if I'm, <laughs> like, literally, like, You're if I'm, abuser. if I'm mad, like, yeah, at a hundred, if I'm at a hundred, used to, correction, I don't do that, no you don't do it no more, I don't do that stuff no more, I don't, come on now, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's just, uh, if I'm at 100, then yeah, I, I definitely will, you know, swing. Um, so I never considered that as being abusive. I just thought we was, you know, fighting. <laughs> it's a fight going it's on. It's mutual. It's mutual. We mutual combat. You hit me, I'm going to hit you, and you hit, I'm going to hit you harder. So we, you know, but um, yeah, I, I never thought of it about as being abuse but I now looking at it it's definitely a form of abuse because I can definitely hit below the belt you know what I'm saying as well you know I can say some things that will cut you deep yeah you know and that's verbal abuse you know and yeah. me swinging and hitting you first you know that's physical abuse so definitely I, I've been there um definitely working on it though y'all pray 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 for me yeah i don't want you to hear me i'll be mad as heck somebody put that here i'm because i ain't hitting you 
That's why you was out. Definitely after the second, one, after would, the second. I was done, done. You think it's a game, bro? You better call him an ex. And we ain't giving him any news <laughs> on this show. But I can bet you, you, you bet your bottom dollar that Joker said that one right there ain't going to be hit on. Michelle, you had something to say. I'm just still thinking about this lady. I need, I definitely need her name after the show. Because oh, I'm going to have we, so we, many we, people we, praying. We. Praying for her because she ain't just on this phone. Trust me, even the callers or people who are watching online, she is Damian not just on Carter. Damien Carter said, If I laugh at them getting beat on, y'all gonna block me. But she talking about being an abuser and they laughing. How? Who was talking about being an abuser? And we yeah. Me. I was talking about, and I was laughing. She was talking about mutually. She yeah. hitting them and them hitting her. She felt like she wasn't even in an abusive relationship. We're not laughing about because we understand it's a very serious period. Because it's a lot of stuff her. that people don't understand. <laughs> yeah. So if, if they laugh because, like they said, they've never been in that situation. So... And I was laughing because I never looked at it as, as serious as it is because it was mutual combat. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Now, when I reflect and I look back, I see that it is Damian Carter very serious. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Like, I mean, what can I say? I can only laugh about the past, what I did but before. Experience that my experience is not anybody else's experiences, but mine. But you notice the ones that comment, them the ones ain't been through nothing. <laughs> they ain't been through it. And my thing, I battle gambling. You can't come to me and tell me why I lost this much money. Right. You ain't you ain't never you ain't never gambled. You know what I'm saying? A preacher so can't, can't preach understand. to me. A preacher can't preach to me if he ain't never been through nothing. That's just the reality of things. So next question. <laughs> so no, the question not. was, why won't you just leave? I love. But how you talking about in the beginning? Yeah, I told y'all I loved that dude. Yeah. I loved him. I, I ain't gonna even lie. I loved him, and I thought it was cute in the beginning until the punches started getting out of control. And I could have left then because, like I say, now it's to the point like back in the days, it wasn't as detrimental as it is now. You know, I probably could have left, but I stayed. You know, I had kids from him and things of that nature. But you know, I know now. I know I ain't ain't nobody finna put their hands on me now. You believe that? Exactly. So what you gonna do? <laughs> what I ain't gonna do? <laughs> it's gonna be the question. So the other question that I I'm had was, I'm gonna pray for him first. Amen. That a lot of people have, like, which is another misconception, is didn't you see the signs from the beginning? Heck yeah, the pushes. 
I'm talking about I'm talking about pushes like against the like push me and I hit the dough type thing. I ain't talking about like no oh child. I'm talking yeah, about them. I'm talking about twice about the one that that slid you across the wall. You right here and it push you all the way to the wall, all the way to the wall. And nobody's laughing about this. It's no, like, we're not. We are. That's, that's how, how we, we get communicate. Yeah, we communicate. <laughs> we. We but definitely. to be honest, for me, because this is, and I'm up here trying so hard not to, cry. not to cry, laughing right. is, is what's keeping it's me from crying and yeah. working right. up here, so we're not laughing at the situation. submissive enough to continue dealing with this type of abuse well it's I, as we stated it starts off mentally so you already seeing how far you can go with someone you know what i'm saying and once you realize that they're letting you get away with this and they're letting you get away with that then you already stuck at some point I agree with just you. Off small. You don't. You're not just coming in, especially when you just got on. You just say, "I'm a fighter. I'm fighting the next chick to, to help fight her boyfriend, and I'm a fighter alone." Hmm. So trust me, it wasn't easy to just overwin somebody like that to just be stuck in an abusive relationship. It starts mentally. Yeah, it's a and mental it's a, and the mental process is is very long, mm -hmm. and it's very it's manipulating. Yeah, it's a lot of intimidation. <laughs> like with the first one, it was a lot of intimidation mm -hmm. tactics. Like when I would leave him and I go to my mama house, he'll call me or send me a text and just be like, "Look in the backyard. This crazy motherfucker standing in the backyard. I mean, all night mm -hmm. in the dark, just standing back there." So, you know, I'm like, this motherfucker crazy. Like, what kind of cookies you have? <laughs> Dang, that nigga's back in <laughs> Really? Man? I'm sorry. Really? What you had going on? But it would, it would be stuff like <laughs> that. Yo, Fly, you getting bit up by flies and Must body dogs back there? He had nothing. He probably wasn't even back there swatting in there because he back there just standing. <laughs> Look. Just making light of the cigar because they no, but it, it's just. just I just want to keep involving the because they they definitely um commenting on here. Um, I can't see it. Can Hennessy love. Hey Hennessy. Um, she says I don't think it's about being submissive, but like most stated, your soul is so low. It's more about confidence of self. Um, and then Haley Haynes states, Do you guys think since you've been in an abusive relationship that they are now who you attract? simple because you don't know different 
Hold on before you answer that question. Okay. We the first one that she had said in regards to about the submissive thing, you know, because um, with the show being so important and I only had a limited amount of experience concerning right. this topic, it did. I did uh, research it a little bit. So just thinking about um, the, the submissive, person, yeah, the submissive, and I was saying uh, to Kiana, I was like, it's a form of a, abuse that I never even heard about, and they were saying that it's the um, sexual. Is it the one? No, it's about the man. Um, the man, pr- male privilege. It's oh, like it goes back to that exactly. Yeah. It goes back to a woman in the man's role. Like they feel like they're the head of the household, so whatever it is that I say goals so they kind of use it as a method of control and if you look at it from a religious standpoint we believe that a man is the head of the household right. so whatever he say go mm-hmm. so you already in submissive roles so it don't, it, you ain't have to say much if I already believe that me as a woman that's my position is to be submissive to that dude you ain't got to say or do nothing I already automatically sit I came in that role right that's, that's good. deep that's good that's deep you can go ahead with the other one. Okay. Um, the that next one tight. after that. You better, <laughs> you better preach, preacher. No way preaching. I'm saying I did a little research. Do you guys think <laughs> since you've been in an abusive relationship that they are now who you attract? Simple because you don't know different. Wow. That's deep. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You can answer that. I so many different Yeah. That's really deep. And I can't say Thank that. Thank you, I Haley. I can't Haley. say that that's all that I attract for one. And I can't say that. I don't basically you basically saying I don't know any better because I do clearly but so no that that's false it's just no. something it's deeper than just you can't yeah just because it. you when you don't really understand it when you ain't been in it that's why I, that's why I want to go through the misconceptions or like the mm-hmm. hardest questions that people ask because they don't know yeah and I mean I can't fault you for not knowing but it's easy to say that you've already been in a relationship like this and now that you get in a new relationship you see it why don't you leave it? it's easy to be like why the heck would you stay because it don't just start physical right it always starts mentally mm-hmm. and it could be something small as far as him having an insecure or insecurity or he's controlling or don't wear that or you know what I'm saying mm. it can start with something so small like that Absolutely. and then it gradually grows mm-hmm. so yes and no you are what you attract but you do but you do know different that's what the caller said mm-hmm. say that again yes, she sir. said yes and no you are what you attract but you do know different mm-hmm. you are what you attract that's what she said so a lot of people also say well when she gets tired she'll leave so do you agree with that what she said yeah i was tired 10 years so it took 10 years to get tired i was tired after about three (laughs) so that's not true though so when you get tired you don't leave she wasn't uh, to her, her. I mean, ankle. I wasn't. I wasn't to my. I told you what my breaking point was. Yeah. My breaking point was when all that happened, when that rape and all that mm-hmm. happened. I was just like, and then my kids about to get taken. I was like, heck, nah, so I can't do this no more. Everybody have an end. You can, that's not to say no that more. you haven't been tired along the way, but you just like you just said. A breaking point. It was some, exactly. At some point, everybody has an end. That's just like telling somebody they wrong. You ain't got a point like that. I know what I did. 
Yeah. Like you, you don't have to tell a big Everybody got to break the point. Whatever it is, that is, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she said you got to have a plan. Like you literally, you can't just get up and go. Like not with nobody that done been threatening you, or you really feel like this individual gonna really do something. Like because they come, they come wherever you, especially if they know yeah. all your family, they know where they stay, they come. Cause they don't care. Mm-mm. They normally don't give a darn. Right. Oh. And then you're not only trying to protect the abuser, like Monique said earlier, you're trying to protect other people. Yeah, the loved ones, the other people that's involved. You know, family and friends, and you know, associates and stuff like that. To, you know, prevent them from getting in trouble as well by doing something to the abuser so i found something interesting that i wanted to go over because i I realized that we have a lot of uh different forms of help that we offer each other but it was something that i came across once again in my research (laughs) oh she did research now no she was researching just researching the day because you know like they tell us it's different things to uh like they'll have this list and they tell you to go down and they'll like if you you'll know if you in an abusive relationship if you check this off just check this off because most of us may stay because we feel like we can change somebody or we feel like we can help them change um speaking to the people who may be currently in a situation some of the things because as Liz said it was some of the things to let you know that an abuser is not changing so mm. this is a is is, is a twist out it just stood out for me That's so good. i just want to call off some things to let you know that their joke ain't changing in other words <laughs> nah that's good he says he well he she they minimize the abuse or denies how serious it really was they continue to blame others for their behavior they claim that you are the one who is abusive. They pressure you to get couple, couple counseling. You um, you have to push them to stay in a treatment plan. It says that they can't change unless you stay with them or support them. Or they try to get sympathy from you, your children, your family, or your friends. Or they expect something from you in exchange for them getting help. Or they pressure you to make a decision about the relationship. So these were some of the things that uh, they were pointing out for the abuser trying to fake the funk, in other words. Like, we here to change. Because, you know, that's what they're going to ask you for forgiveness. I'm sorry and I'm asking for forgiveness. And at some point, they actually do mean it. But if they got a real deal problem, you can mean something but still may not change on the back end. Right. So you have to look at these signs as well. So I, re- I just wanted to say that so you can realize that we, we can't change nobody. They, didn't, they got to want to change for themselves. So if nobody taking accountability for what it is that they did, that's the first sign for me, bro. You, you good. I can't, you can't force nobody to accept that. Just like we can't change anyone. So I just wanted to make sure that I provide. Can't nobody change anybody but God. Right. So I wanted to make sure that people who are currently in an abusive situation, even when this go off, rewind it and make sure that you listen to that again if you hear some of those those points. Because you just want to make sure that you're looking out for you more importantly. Because at the end of the day, if they really want to help, they don't need you. They don't need you. Okay, so we want to. Um, I know a lot of people got a lot of questions and comments that they want to add, but you can always go onto the live afterwards and type in your. You can always inbox us, and um, we'll be more willing, more than willing, to comment and give our feedback. Um, but I do want to go ahead and proceed because I do want to be able to. Were you done telling yeah, your story? Yeah, I'm done. 
So I do want to be able to tell my story and also have my daughter. I had a couple questions for her for the viewers or anyone in the situation that has kids so that they would be aware of what the kids were experiencing or currently are experiencing. So, um, I had so much stuff I wanted to say, but somebody wrap it up. <laughs> no, but one one thing that um one thing that I did want to touch on, I want to get your opinion on it, Michelle. Was did you feel guilty that like after you left, did you feel guilty that you still loved him or still wanted to be with him? Now, when I when I finally left, I, the love was pretty much gone. Mm -hmm. It was gone. I just told you I prayed for two years that he would find somebody else, and that's exactly what happened. He found somebody else. So, nah, guilty, no. I, 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 I feel bad. I, I should have left a long time ago. I shouldn't have let it linger that long, but as far as staying, nah. It, it was, it's been done. They say most people uh, leave mentally before they leave physically. Mm -hmm. Most yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Everybody's yeah. situation. A case-by-case case yeah. scenario, so. That's what happened to you, Mo? You felt? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I checked out a long time. <laughs> oh, so yeah, so you didn't, you feel, didn't guilty? feel guilty on the back. Oh yeah, yeah, and and to be honest, well, I still feel guilty. I still because he's in prison, and he's in prison because of what he did to us. And oh, wow. I still feel I feel guilty because of the fact that I feel sorry for him. You know what I'm saying? I feel sorry for where he's at. Even though I know where he's at, this is where he put himself. He did this all to himself, but. I feel guilty because I feel like, in a sense, like I'm letting my kids down. Like, you know, why you still feel anything for this nigga? You know what I'm saying? Oh, you feel like you let your kids down because of the feeling that you have. Yeah. Yeah. It's deep. Yeah. But um, just to um speed it on with um my second abuser. So, with both of them, I can honestly say that I stayed. I stayed simply I because. What? Sorry, because she got to go teach. Like, she said, like. You got a pee pee? Go to the bathroom, girl. Go on, pee pee. You got a pee pee, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, my. Nerve. Oh, my bad. You don't want to just get, just get up and walk off and show it to me. Now I'm going to hold up my finger and go on up. <laughs> Off the stage. Off well, the well, well, we had your daughter who needed to come up anyway, right? No, she's no, not she coming up. No, she's not coming up. I'm gonna ask her questions, and she's gonna okay. answer from yes. where she okay. is, okay. and they'll be able to hear her. But um, look, you like me? Oh, what you gonna do? Okay, mom. Okay, so um, with this with this second individual. Oh, you can't. That's distracting you. Like yeah, that's distracting me. <laughs> you got to put it on pause. I got what I was about to say. <laughs> you was talking about. Oh, but you know what? I, I do want to say this. That um, with the first one, one thing that I don't think no one in my family knows, except one person, um, one cousin knew that. One time he hit me in my ear. And... Um, I was deaf in that ear, my left ear, for about eight years. No one knew that. What? Eight years? Mm -hmm. Wow. For eight years, yeah. 
when I finally started getting that hearing back, I was like, what? I can hear it. Say it again. You say it, son. What? Once again, she laughing, I can laugh. Crazy. But, um, so with this, this second individual, so like I said, this was very mental. It was a lot, a lot, a lot of verbal abuse and I felt like, well, I'm not going to say I didn't know that I was in an abusive relationship because I was, you know, being verbally abusive too, but um, it got to the point to where me and my kids were basically like, we were tortured in our home. Like coming home, like we couldn't sleep because of the fact that he would be up. He would be up walking through the house all night, making sure we're not sleeping. My children start failing in school. They would go to school and go to sleep because they weren't sleeping at home. Wow. And um, I mean, it was just a lot of things. Like we couldn't go anywhere in public because anybody that any male in my vicinity, yeah. I knew them. I was messing with them. I was, you know, what I'm saying. So it was, it was, it was, it was real life pure torture being home because this was like constantly every night no sleep I'm getting up going to work no sleep and it was one thing I was about to say um with both of them I think the only reason why I stayed in as long as I did was because I was married to both of them and those vows that I made you know I at the time I met them so I felt like you know I'm, I'm gonna get you help I'm gonna you know what I'm saying? We're gonna do this, we're gonna go to counseling, we're gonna do all of that, but the individual has to wanna change himself. But anyway, getting back to this final incident. So I started making a plan. I was in my, like I said, my dance studio with my kids. And I remember my, I used to sit up and watch my kids sleep because by this time, by this time, can y'all quit being distracted? This is serious right now. This series, Kiana. But Kiana, don't pay attention. Don't be calling us. But anyway, um, like I said, I was living, me and my kids was living in my dance studio and um by this time I had turned the power off. So we were living in there with no power. And of course there's no power, we only got cold water in the sink. So um he used to come up there once he found out that we were there he would come up there and like be on the window like just everything to scare us or, or whatever and anyway we get up the next morning wash up in the sink i go to work my kids go to school you would have never known what we was going through when we left wow. and so i made up in my mind that when i took my son to college that i was leaving i was leaving the state and leaving him Fast forward, I did leave after we took him to college, and but by that time I was pregnant from him, and um, I almost said something, <laughs> but um, so anyway, he came up because they was getting ready to induce my labor, and um, he ended up staying like a month. He left, came back. So by this time, we talking about okay, we gonna try and make it work. He he done went to pastors and everybody else. He gonna change, he gonna do this, he gonna get off the drugs because that was one of his problems, alcohol and drugs. And um, so I agreed to let him come back. 
So I'm just going to keep fast forwarding so I can finally get to her. But um, so one day I was at work and all of my kids were home from college um, for Christmas. And all I know is I got a phone call that um, I got a phone call that he had pulled a gun. Let me go back because he used to always pull the gun on me and put it to my head. Oh, and wow. like that caller was saying, um, they always tell you what they're going to do. And she's absolutely right because he used to put that gun to my head and threaten to blow my brains out, kill my children, kill, like, you know what I'm saying? It was just. Anyway. Take your time. I can go into, you know, <laughs> anyway, let me just go back. So, so I'm at work and. I get a phone call from my oldest daughter that he had pulled a gun on my teenager and his baby because she was holding his baby. So um, I, 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 I'm going to let her. I'm stuttering. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I'm going to let her um, go ahead and just give a little brief summary of what happened that day. Well, first, I want to ask you a question. Um, did you know? Talk. Hello. Okay, I don't know if we checked her mic, but hopefully they can ask them if they can hear her. But um, can y'all hear her say hello again? Hello. <laughs> so, did you know that I was in an abusive relationship? Yes, ma'am. You don't have you don't have to go like. <laughs> Probably gonna have to speak up because we don't know whether her mic is working or not. So. Your mic working? What is it? Yes, yes we, we can, can hear, hear her. her. Okay. Thank you, Haley. So, um, did you know what type of abuse it was? Uh, verbally, mentally, and emotionally. That's all that you knew about. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you nervous? No. Okay. <laughs> But um, so another thing that I, I went through that I didn't tell a lot of people was that I was being raped all the time wow. um, by him. My kids don't know that. My kids don't know that. Um, well, I guess if you look it up, you can see. But he the, the time that he got now, well, the most time that he's faced, not facing, how do you say it? The most time that he yes, was sentenced to, yeah, was for the rape, not for the incident with pulling the gun on my kids, even though he did get time for that too. But um, so when so when we were in that situation, can you tell me what was your what were your thoughts like? What did you and your brother and sisters used to think? Um, actually, what you was just talking about, I actually know about that. Oh, you knew? And I seen it. Oh. So, yeah, on your phone, though. Oh, okay. Um, what was the question? What were your thoughts? Um, well, I just thought it was because I have, I don't know. My thoughts was because. I have a grandma who um who like mistreat me and I always go back to her and go to her house 
and my family will always ask me, why are you always going back? You don't got to keep going to her house. So I thought that's the reason why she was going back to um, her husband at the time because she loved him and like that became her family or something. But I don't know. That's what I thought. Thank you, caller. She said that um, her abuser is back. She has to go. Um, but we'll be in contact with you. So um, I heard you, Kaya. Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry. <laughs> so do you think that this affected you? Do you think that it has affected you in any way? Yes, because I don't want no I don't want a man to be in the room all the time and not helping clean up. And what you mean be in the room? Because they don't know what you mean by that. Like just watching TV, eating up all the food, <laughs> drinking all the food. I mean, drinking all the drinks. Eating all y'all snacks. Yeah. No lazy man. Yeah. <laughs> While I'm out working and stuff and not helping the kids with their homework, asking if they got their homework done, stuff like that. Okay, so. So it's affected the way you choose your, your mate. That's yeah. what you're saying? Yes. Okay, so. Um. To go back to the the final incident, which was the final straw for me, um, I was in a situation where I felt like I had to choose not only life or death for me, but life or death for my kids. Because um, like I said, he pulled the gun on my kids. So I'm going to let her, because she was there, I'm going to let her just tell what happened at that moment. You don't have to go into detail about everything else, but what happened? Um, I went in my room and I came out because, um, my stepdad and my brother was going at it, like just yelling at each other. And I seen my baby sister, the two-year-old, um, on the bed screaming. She, she wasn't two years old at the time. She was about eight, eight or nine months and it was his baby. Yeah on the bed on the edge of the bed about to fall so i had ran over there and got her and grabbed her off the bed and well um my si my older sister she had came up the stairs and was telling us that we need to go we just leave the house and that's when we were all walking out i was walking out the room with my baby sister in my hand and that's when he had told me um that's why I should have killed you when you were asleep. And the only reason why I got mad was because to to me, I thought it was a dream that I seen him standing over my bed and just watching me. And um, but when he said that, I, at that moment, I realized that it wasn't a dream. It was actually true. So I had three wipes at him. And he said, throw something again, and I got something for you. Then that's when I threw a baby diaper at him. And um, 
he had reached under the bag, grabbed his Christmas bag, and he pulled out a gun and clocked it back. Okay, I can't, I can't, I can't. So what was going through your mind? A lot of things. The first one was, if he pulled his um, if if he pulled his gun, okay. I gotta move. I gotta move. I gotta move. I gotta move. Bro, go. He pulled his trigger. Um, somebody gotta get my little sister. He pulled his trigger. So I don't wanna um As we stated earlier, this is a very serious, serious situation. Um, I believe someone stated on the uh, comments earlier, where was the family? We was right here. Family and friends, we was right here. They didn't know. And <laughs> we didn't know nothing. They didn't know it was that bad. Nothing. So, that's your answer. We was here. But she was protecting us. Protecting her brother. She got brothers. She got cousins. She got family. We was here. So we're gonna wrap it up because I don't think she'll be able to finish. But um. Michelle couldn't take it, so she. Yeah, so she had to leave. But um. Anyway, um. I just want to give the um, number to the National Domestic Violence Hotline, which is one eight hundred seven nine nine SAFE which is 7233 and that's open 24 7 you can call them it's all they also have a website which is thehotline.org um, we'll go ahead and just wrap things up we will finish the conversation if y'all want to in a chat we'll yeah. open up a chat and we can all talk Anybody that's been abused or currently in a rela uh, relationship where they're being abused, um, definitely reach out to us so we can, you know, just rally around one another, give information, give advice, whatever we can do to help. We're here. SWP, Spoken With Purpose. This is the platform where you can talk with us. I chose my words and I always spoke with purpose. I'ma speak my mind until they close the curtains. Look deep inside before you judge the surface. Look in my eyes and read between the line. My soul is searching. Chosen, gotta focus. They know this. Tanya, Kiana, and Moli. Action, no bragging. I'm boasting facts with no capping. They hold it down. Envision these words and use them as power. The enemy lurking. I'm calling my spirit, and if it can hear me, it's spoken with purpose.
so we about to wrap the show up we're not going to be able to play the intro music going out but we definitely you want to okay. so oh, we it did play but oh. we couldn't hear <laughs> but thank you guys for tuning in um yeah we out of here